everybody. This is Everett Shipman. Welcome to the Maximize Your Mind podcast, where we develop the mentality necessary to forge fitness and lifestyle to achieve anything that you want from life. Boom! I am back at you guys today. Um, I am excited to be with you guys on a day. You know, Sundays are always more exciting when your football team wins. You guys know I'm a big football fanatic, and somehow Cowboys pulled away their fifth straight win against our, uh, I wouldn't say arch rivals, but definitely our rivals and huge contenders in the NFC East. So it looks like, it looks like we'll be in the playoffs, and so I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm really hyped for it. Um, but I know you guys didn't hear, didn't come here to, uh, to listen to me talk about that. Um, so today is actually going to be real simple. Um, today is so let me explain so normally you know i've talked about the idea of working out and working out regularly and fitness being a continual part of your life meaning it's not something that's separate it's not something that you do when it's convenient something that's a luxury it's something that is essential as essential as brushing your teeth as essential as getting ready and going to work as essential as going to school and doing picking up kids working out and fitness and everything should be interconnected all the way through um but one thing that's often overlooked with when it comes to fitness and sometimes it might get overlooked when i talk to people is the idea of recovery, right? And I know that with a lot of clients, where we train usually anywhere between 30 minutes and 60 minutes. And in that time frame, um, I usually challenge or expect the you know client to stretch on their own, you know, and loosen up kind of um, either before or after our session so we can maximize our rest periods and our um, different modalities during our training session. So I don't always get to do it um, with them. Um, A lot of times they do do it. Sometimes I miss my own. But the best way to recover is to simply is to simply stretch is to release and is to relax. Now, there are many different ways that people can recover many different um, modalities and different Tools and things that you can bring in. But these three components are really essential to um, complete recovery. And that is, as I said, stretching, releasing and relaxing. It's easy to skip the recovery part of your fitness. It's it's incredibly easy to the point where it almost feels like nothing in a sense. It almost feels like like because it's so easy Oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. You know, I used to make a joke at the end of our sessions with clients. You know, I'd get like a lot of complaints during our session. We might go into this particular move. They're uncomfortable with it or this particular circuit. It's intense for them. And, they, you know, they're berating me because of it. But then when we get to the end of it, especially in group training sessions, you get to the end of it when it's time to stretch and recover. Everybody's all in. Everybody wants to do this part. Everybody. But. In real life, we skip it a lot of times. And so it can get overlooked, even though it is definitely something that is essential, should be essential. And I can't emphasize that enough. As I get older, the benefit of recovery is invaluable. It restores your mind, your body, your spirit. 
Um, it resets your biological systems. It refreshes your mental perspective. It helps to repair your muscle, tissues, and bodily systems. Um, it even minimizes injury risk because if you recover, then the wear and tear that you that your muscles and your body took is now able to um, beef up and get stronger and be better defended for the next bout of stresses that you put on it. Um, and so several times a, a week, if not every day, should be spent stretching, releasing and relaxing. And so the first thing, stretching, as it relates to stretching, I recommend sh- stretch daily before or after stressful activity, even if it's only for two minutes. So it doesn't have to be anything long. And that's what used to distract me a long, uh, for many times is, oh, my gosh, stretching. It just it just doesn't seem impactful enough to dedicate 10 or 15 minutes to it. And so the way that I started was I just started by including two minutes, two minutes at the beginning or two minutes at the end, just making sure that I loosen up strength, uh, stretch out and allow my muscles to be become elongated after I beat them down. And as a as a bodybuilder and someone who was working on physique initially, before I really started getting into stretching, it was one of those things where I felt like I was defeating my gains. Like if I'm gaining and bulking up, then I don't want to stretch and beat the muscles back down. But it's it's absolutely essential. It's absolutely a benefit. It provides huge benefit to your neuromuscular system. Um, it allows more blood, more nutrients to reach your muscles, to penetrate uh, your body. It prepares your muscles and body for the stresses of a workout if you do it before uh, a session. Stretching also allows your muscles to be decompressed like at the end of your workout, relieving you of, of knots and, and tension. Your body is just overall rejuvenated following a good stre- uh, stretch session. And if you do it before your workouts, it loosens you up. It prepares your circulatory system. It prepares your body for the work at hand. And so st- imagine stretching and foam rolling uh, does for your body what an iron does for wrinkled clothing. Right. You put your shirt, your blouse, your pants, your slacks, whatever you put on the ironing board. It's wrinkled. It's full of wrinkled. Well, what your it, it, it's the same thing with your muscles. You, you put different stresses on them. Your muscle is wrinkled. Your muscle has knots in them. Your muscle has different uh, tension points that need to be ironed out, that need to be smoothed out. And so rolling and foam rolling and and massage and stretching, all of these are related to the idea of stretching out those muscles, smoothing them out, ironing out the wrinkles. Okay, so stretch daily. Uh, Second thing, release all worries from your mind. Okay, releasing is something that is very mental. Because we hold on to a lot of stuff because of the way we think. So release worries from your mind by deciding to focus on only on possible solutions. Okay, because thinking on problems only adds to your stress. All right. If you if you focus on the problems, you become uh, you become very challenged. Right. If you don't have any money. 
let's just use uh, money as an example. If you don't have any money, but focus on the fact that you don't have money, you focus on the fact, oh my gosh, I'm so broke. Oh my gosh, I I, I need to, you know, I need money again. Oh my gosh, um, this bill is due. Oh my gosh, you're relating to all of that as opposed to figuring out, hmm, what can I do? What's the solution here? If I need more money, what can I do? You know, what can I sell? Who can I borrow money from? Um, what type of, you know, products can I create if you're, you know, a business owner, an entrepreneur, whatever. There's so many different routes, you know, that you can consider. Whereas if you focus on the solution, then that right there alleviates a whole lot of stress. If you can understand that there are things that we can control and things that we cannot control and we have to learn the difference. Uh, the serenity prayer uh, is very common where it, where we talk about um, uh, praying for the courage or uh, to change the things that we can change, right? Because it, it can be changed. I just have to have the courage to do it. Um, the, um, is it the patience? I have to figure it I have to go get it. Now that I'm giving it to you in real time, it's slipping my mind. But the serenity prayer, which is really great. Um, oh, grant, God grant me the serenity to, to uh, accept the things that I cannot change. All right. If you cannot change it, you have to be able to un- exercise patience and understanding and just be able to dismiss it and deal with it. OK, grant you the serenity to accept the things you cannot change, the courage to change the things that you can. So I, I, I need that force of mobilization to act on those things that I can change, no matter how difficult they are. But then the third very important component is asking for the wisdom to know the difference. And that's where I'm harping on right now. We got to understand the difference between the things we can control, and the things we cannot control, because a lot of us worry for things that uh, a lot of our worrying is connected to things we can't control. And so a good counter is to recognize early on what you can and can't control and then only focus on what you can control. All right. Sounds harder. Uh, It's easier said than done. I know it. But if you make that effort, if you whenever you find yourself stressing, you find yourself having to weigh two decisions or more than one decision or whatever problem it is, determine early on what can you not do and what can you do about the situation, okay? And then release the worry and the pain and the panic from those things that you really can't control in the end, regardless, all right? And then the last thing is to relax, okay? Relax in silence and solitude, with nothing but motivational thoughts. And some of you may be thinking, or some of you may be naturally depressed. You may be anxious, high strung. Uh, You may be a pessimist. And so you're, so for you, you're like, well, I'm just dead and done. And no, you're not because motivational thoughts. And I understand because depression is a very real thing and it's very uh, difficult to overcome. But with, with someone who is silent, put themselves in silence and solitude for even just a few minutes a day. Motivational thoughts. Where do they come from if you're depressed? Where do they come from if you're naturally a pessimist? They come from surrounding yourself with inspirational people. But first and foremost, because everybody may not be available, is to have you some motivational books, 
right? Motivational books, motivational websites, motivation, motivational blogs. You have to be able to know where these sources are and be able to connect to them. Know where they are so that you can tap into them at, at the time that you need them. Okay, and now I'm naturally very optimistic. And so uh, I'm around me. If you're around me, you'll always get this vibe of we can do it. We can press forward. We can persevere. We can make this happen. Nothing's too hard for us to overcome. No obstacle too big, because as long as I have our we have our minds, as long as we have our abilities, our faculties, we can overcome the obstacles in life. And so you need to have someone in your corner. And if you can't have someone in your corner, you always need to have a library or an archive of material that you can consume when you're getting down to help you and keep you from being defeated. And then relax with those motivational thoughts. Relax, looking forward to all of the positive possibilities and outcomes that can come your way. Okay, think of all that can go good for you. Many times we come across challenging periods and seasons, and I understand that. Um, but it doesn't take a long time for you to isolate and relax. All right. It's very necessary. Just two, five minutes, 10 minutes can do wonders, but it's definitely a necessary element because if your mind, think of your mind as the engine to your fitness and to your body. All right. Under the hood of the car, the engine has to be maintained. The engine has to be highly functional and optimal. And so we want the same for your brain. Remember, fitness is the vehicle to achieve anything that you want in life. All right. So get fit, stay fit, be fit. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.